Let we savagely critique the following quote from we ideological perspectives from we revered teachers and we seed planting framework and we critically conscious we lenses. Please let we generate a guerrilla essay employing we critically conscious we lenses to co-create a savage and ruthless critique of this quote. By comparing the various stages of civilization among races known to history, with the aid of archaeological inference from the remains of prehistoric tribes, it seems possible to judge in a rough way of an early general condition of man. This hypothetical primitive condition corresponds in a considerable degree to that of modern savage tribes. Main tendency of culture from primeval up to modern times has been from savagery towards civilization. The European may find among the Greenlanders or Maoris many a trait for reconstructing the picture of his own primitive ancestors. Let's begin with a full length of Franz Fanon's critique, Fanon, with his focus on the decolonization of mind and society, would vehemently oppose this quote's inherent Eurocentrism and racism. He would argue that this perspective perpetuates the dehumanization of non-European cultures and societies, reinforcing the damaging colonial narrative that sees European civilization as superior and others as backward or savage. Fanon would highlight the psychological and socio-political impacts of such thinking, which entrenches the oppressor-oppressed dynamics and justifies colonialism as a civilizing mission. Guerrilla Essay, a savage a critique of Eurocentric historical narratives through the lens of Franz Fanon and the Seed Framework introduction, the quote in question reflects a deeply Eurocentric and colonialist perspective, one that Franz Fanon would critique for its inherent racism and for perpetuating the dehumanization of non-European societies. This essay seeks to a savagely a dismantle this outdated view using Fanon's decolonial lens, supported by the seed, socio-generative, ethical, educative, decolonial, framework. France Fanon's ruthless critique, Fanon, known for his incisive critiques of colonialism, would immediately identify the quote's Eurocentric bias, which classifies human history into a linear progression from a savagery to a civilization. Fanon would argue that such a perspective is not only historically inaccurate but also serves as a tool of oppression. It reinforces the damaging colonial narrative that European civilization is the apex of human development, while non-European societies are relegated to the status of a primitive or a savage. Fanon's critique would delve into the psychological and socio-political impacts of this colonial mindset. He would highlight how such thinking underpins the oppressor-oppressed dynamics, where the colonizer views themselves as bearers of civilization, and the colonized are seen as lacking and in need of a civilizing. This narrative justifies colonial domination and exploitation, perpetuating a false hierarchy of human cultures. Seed Framework Analysis, Sociogenerative Perspective, the quote fails to recognize the complex, interconnected nature of human societies. It overlooks the contributions and rich histories of non-European cultures, instead propagating a simplistic and reductionist view of human development. Ethical consideration, from an ethical standpoint, the quote is deeply flawed. It perpetuates stereotypes and reinforces a colonial mentality that devalues and dehumanizes entire cultures and peoples. This approach is antithetical to the principles of respect, diversity, and equality. Educative value, the quote lacks educational merit, as it promotes a skewed version of history. An educative approach would encourage a more nuanced understanding of human societies, recognizing the diverse pathways and contributions of different cultures throughout history. Decolonial lens, the quote is a quintessential example of a colonial narrative that needs to be decolonized. A decolonial approach would involve challenging and dismantling such Eurocentric views, and advocating for a more pluralistic, inclusive understanding of human history.
Conclusion, the quote embodies a dated, Eurocentric view of human history that Fanon and the Seed framework would robustly challenge. Fanon's critique, along with the Seed analysis, calls for a re-evaluation of historical narratives to include diverse, equitable perspectives that recognize the value and richness of all human cultures. This savage a critique is not merely an academic exercise, it is a necessary step in the ongoing process of decolonizing minds and societies, advocating for a world where all cultures are respected and valued for their unique contributions to the tapestry of human history. Let we unsettle this Babylon bullshit, right air, right now. Let we savagely a critique the following quote from we ideological perspectives from we revered teachers and we seed planting framework and we critically conscious we lenses. Please let we generate a guerrilla essay employing we critically conscious we lenses to co-create a savage and ruthless critique of this quote. By comparing the various stages of civilization among races known to history, with the aid of archaeological inference from the remains of prehistoric tribes, it seems possible to judge in a rough way of an early general condition of man. This hypothetical primitive condition corresponds in a considerable degree to that of modern savage tribes. Main tendency of culture from primeval up to modern times has been from savagery towards civilization. The European may find among the Greenlanders or Maoris many a trait for reconstructing the picture of his own primitive ancestors. Let we now do a full-length monologic rant-like essay, a, a savage unsettlement of this colonial narrative with Sylvia Winter's perspective, Winter would critique this quote for perpetuating the ethnoclass concept of man, a Western-centric worldview that marginalizes non-European cultures. She would argue against the reduction of human diversity to a single, linear trajectory of development, emphasizing the need to recognize the pluriversality of human experiences. Winter would challenge the notion that European history and culture are the universal benchmarks for human civilization. I have attached to unsettling the coloniality of being power, Sylvia Winter. PDF, for your reference to aid and guide this essay, a savage and unsettling dethronement of Babylon fabricated colonial narratives with the wise words of we guiding revered elder Sylvia Winter. Guerrilla essay, unsettling the colonial narrative with Sylvia Winter's insights introduction, in the face of the colonial narrative presented in the quote, Sylvia Winter's perspective serves as a potent tool for its deconstruction. The quote's reductionist view of human history, categorizing civilizations into a savage and if civilized, based on a Eurocentric model, is precisely the kind of narrative Winter challenges. Winter's critique of the ethnoclass concept of man, Winter's concept of the ethnoclass emotive being human, man, critically addresses the overrepresentation of Western well-being as the epitome of human progress 66 source. The quote in question exemplifies this overrepresentation, positioning the European experience and its interpretation of history as the universal standard. Winter would argue that this perspective not only marginalizes non-European cultures but also constructs them as a the other, against which the European self is defined. Decolonizing the historical narrative, Winter's work calls for a decolonization of historical narratives. The quote's portrayal of non-European societies as a primitive and static in their savage estate perpetuates a colonial mindset that views European development as the ultimate goal of human societies. Winter would advocate for a pluriversal approach to history, recognizing the diverse and equally valid trajectories of human development across different cultures. Challenging the linear progression of civilization, the quote's implication of a linear progression from savagery to civilization is another point of contention for Winter. She challenges the notion that there is a single, universal path of development, arguing instead for the recognition of diverse human experiences. 
Winter's perspective emphasizes that the development of societies cannot be measured against a single, Eurocentric standard. Conclusion, through Sylvia Winter's critically conscious lens, the quoted narrative is unraveled as a manifestation of colonial thought, one that overrepresents the European experience as the normative standard of human progress. Winter's critique underlines the need to recognize the diversity of human societies and reject the ethnocentric hierarchy imposed by colonial narratives. This a savage and ruthless critique is not just an academic exercise but a necessary step towards decolonizing our understanding of human history and appreciating the rich tapestry of human experiences.